the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, I never knew the effect that Matthew Sambolin, now known as Sambolino, would have on my life. Uh, because before I do this show, in between the end of the Cats uh, show and our show, there's like a, I don't know, seven minutes or something along those lines. And Sam Bolin like pipes in music for me. And depending on the music, it depends on like my mood. So today he found some, all this live Rolling Stone stuff, which is absolutely fantastic. It has me on a high on a Monday night at 6.05 in a rainy New York City after I had a spectacular weekend with my family where we had no plans. Yes, it's like breaking news. The Idala Bertuna family had no plans except for the four of us because uh, Luca was elsewhere. Actually, I was with him Friday night here on the show, and we, he and I hung out. And then Saturday, you know, he's 16, year old, 16 years old. He does his own thing. So it was the two little ones, Arthur and Ariana, Marion and I. And it was wonderful. It was so rare that there weren't like a million people around us or we didn't have a million places to go. And it was uh, in the background where we were. I had some televisions on. Uh, just checking out some sports. Arthur's five. He's about to be six. I'm trying to get him into the Yankees. You know, Marianne's like, why are you shoving this down his throat? Look, I'm one of these guys who I appreciate the Mets. Um, in, in my teen years, the Yankees were horrible. And the Mets were the, I mean, my little years was 77, 78, 79, Thurman Munson, and that whole crew. The Yankees were great. But then, you know, when I was a teenager, the Yankees were not good. Yes, there was Don Mattingly and Dave Winfield. But the, the Mets were, were it with, with Strawberry and Gooden, <clears throat> Gary Carter, the, 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 you know, Keith. It was great. So I'm not one of these Yankee fans that hate the Mets, but I'm telling them, I'm trying to convince her. I'm like, sweetheart, I know you love our child. You got to make him a Yankees fan. I mean, first of all, both of my grandfathers were Yankee fans. So it's not like it's, you know, I'm, I'm just jumping on any kind of bandwagon. My grandfather, Artie Idala, he lived in the Bronx. Um, and Frank Piazza was a, uh, my maternal grandfather. He was a New York Giants baseball fan. And then when he, they split, he jumped on, he jumped on the Yankee bandwagon whenever that was back in the fifties. Um, and on Sunday, it was, I mean, even though I was very focused on the children, Marianne, very focused on the children, but you got Aaron Judge banging out two home runs, which was awesome. And the Yankees win. You have the Mets doing what they needed to do and the Mets win. You have the Giants, who luckily started off the season now 2-0. They win. And then the Jets, 
had this unbelievable down by 13 points with one minute and 55 seconds left, and they come back, and uh, it's so unjet-like, they win. And San Bellino, correct me if I'm wrong, it's the first time since, what, 09 that all four New York teams? Correct. September 27, 2009 was the last time all four local teams won. Isn't that great, Sam Bellino? Crazy, crazy. And the, the, Jets, now, the Jets were close there. I, I, I was uh, breathing a sigh of relief after they got that at, at the end. Now, I know you're always wearing some sports gear. Where, right. where do your, your loyalties lie, my friend? Knicks, Jets, Mets, Rangers. So I'm used to 40 years of heartbreak. Yeah, that's not, you know, not typical. But anyway, um, what that does add to the, the you know, look, I'm always talking about New York and um, – we you know we need to keep the economy going here and spurring the economy and that's that is great if you're not a sports fan at all if you're like Arthur why are you talking about sports here at uh, 608 on a monday night or 609 on a monday night um the bottom line is that helps our community um the more excitement the more the yankees are in in the playoffs the deeper they go the deeper the mets go it it's just they the uh if you extrapolate out the financial benefit, it's enormous. It's enormous to our community. And, you know, there was an article in the Times saying that other cities that got wiped out from COVID have uh, done better financially than New York has. Uh, and I can tell you right now, the mayor's office is working very hard to try to get the World Cup finals here in Giant Stadium. Uh, the World Cup is going to be in the United States of America in 2026. The World Cup finals were in L.A. the last time we were they, the, the games were here in America, which I don't know, Sam, believe it or not, I mean to put you on the spot, but it was a while ago. I yes. forget when the last time it was, but you could look that up real quick and chime in when you're, when you're ready or Alex can. Um, Joan allegedly is homesick, but I've called her twice and she hasn't answered the phone. So, you know, whatever. I told her she needs a couple of Padre Lou's libations, make her feel better. I'm with you. Maybe a hot toddy. Maybe Padre Lou could give us a little hot toddy action. But um, I know the mayor's office is, is lobbying hard to get the World Cup final here because that's another huge. I mean, even if you're not a soccer fan, everyone knows that how big the World Cup final has become in terms of everything, the television rights and then the all the, the, the merchandise is, that is uh, sold. We need to get the economy up and running. I mean, I know the number one issue is crime, crime, crime. And God willing, um, someone very high up in the mayor's office, we'll talk about that maybe tomorrow when we have confirmation, uh, will be on the show, God willing, this week. And we'll talk about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll talk about crime. But we'll talk about the economy as well. Things are uh, definitely expensive. Uh, there is no doubt about that. Um, I'm feeling it here in Midtown Manhattan, just when I'm going to the deli uh, to, to get some lunch. Um, but I, I guess it, it's a water flow kind of situation. I mean, filling up, thank God I drive this little car, but even filling up the gas tank on this little, little car, it's a Fiat 500, Google it. It's like one of the smallest cars on the road, maybe next to the smart car. It's still 40 bucks to fill it up. <clears throat> yes, granted, it doesn't take regular, it takes, as my father would say, high test, but... Um, we're all, and, and within my law office, even though everything is fine here, everyone is lamenting about inflation. And um, the interesting part is, I read something that popped up on my phone today, is that I think the White House feels that because gas prices have gone down a little bit, and even though inflation has gone up, employment is still okay, 
that um, the Democrats are going to have a good time in November. I don't know. That's not my ballywick. Um, people a lot smarter than I am will can talk to you about what's going to happen in national politics. But here in, in local politics, I can tell you, you know, I spoke to Jerry Crowley a little while ago. And, um, you know, everyone who's smart and Jerry Crowley, the general manager of AM 97 and the answer, he's clearly invested in the city of New York. He loves the city of New York. People who are intelligent, uh, who are New Yorkers, are shedding uh, their labels as Democrats and Republicans and conservatives and, and liberals. And we just want to get the city back to where it was. And it's definitely not there. Um, but again, as I've reported in the past, speaking to Frank Carone, the chief of staff, speaking to Brendan McGuire, the, the general counsel, seeing seeing the, the mayor's schedule, they are not. this is not a nine to five administration. Do they have a lot of work to do? Yes, they do. Um, are they, every, is everything they're doing the right thing? No, but they're trying real hard and I am a big cheerleader for them. And I'm, as you know, and I'm rooting, you know, I'm rooting for the, for the, the ball games that the, the sports teams, because if you look at the dollars and cents that those teams bring to our neighborhood, and I mean the big neighborhood, I remember after nine 11, immediately after nine 11, um, that is the the World Series that the Yankees lost. But for me, they lost in the, the ninth inning of the seventh game. But for me, that was really amongst, that was probably my favorite. <clears throat> that was when Derek Jeter became Mr. November because he hit a home run um, uh, after midnight on November 1st. They had never played baseball in November, but the season got pushed back because of uh, the break they took in the season. Um, that cave, that whole season, the fact that they got past Oakland and then I'm going to mess this up. I want to say Seattle, but it could be wrong. Um, and then, um, and then the Arizona Diamondbacks that kept New York in, in our darkest time. Not only did it give us an economic lift, but it gave us the, the lift, the energy, the New York bringing together. We have something to root for in the New York Yankees. And I got to tell you, after two years of COVID, after we got garbage on the street, rats running on the street, people are afraid of the subways. Uh, you know, obviously the crime, crime, crime. You know, we could use a little. If the Jets do great and the Giants do great and the Mets and the Yankees and, you know, you got the Knicks and the Nets. The Nets supposedly should have a great team um, this year. With Irving back, um, I, uh, you know, I'm psyched. Oh, and look at this guy's got a great tune coming for me right here. Uh, I can hear it. I can hear it. We, here's what we got coming up. We're going to talk to about crime with Paul DiGiacomo, the president of the Detectives at Salmon Association, Association. Then we're going to talk to Lauren Fix. The Mustang just came out in the world of automobiles going back to the 60s. That's a huge, huge, huge uh, announcement. And then we're going to have Andre Domino. He's the president of Italian American One Voice Coalition. And we're going to talk about Columbus Day, which is three weeks from today. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Well, I don't want to be without you. I don't want to be without you on Columbus Day, which we'll talk about momentarily. But, you know, the people who you should never be without are the folks at Connors and Sullivan because they're the ones that are going to take care of you and your loved ones. Look, no one's going to be here forever. And, you know, I, I really enjoyed my interview with Geraldo Rivera on Friday. 
I I don't remember a show where I've told people to go back and find that on the podcast and listen to it because I thought Geraldo was so genuine and gave, I, there's so many lessons in that interview that I learned from him. And one of them, because he spoke about what his about his wife, and he spoke about at the end how he wants to be remembered. You could tie that into the Queen's funeral today. God bless her; she served this this world so admirably. Is that we're not going to be here forever, and sometimes at the end you could get really sick, and you need care. You need care right at your home, and we don't have the money that the Queen has. I don't think anybody does. There's a new law that's going into effect January 1st, 2023, and Connors & Sullivan could help you, can help you prepare for that. If you need, uh, or you or one of your loved ones needs home health care benefits, the law governing that in New York is going to change. So you need to go to Connors & Sullivan to make sure that um, your affairs are in order so that you can get the benefits you're entitled to. They're going to look, starting January 1st, at your finances, and they're going to look how far back, I think 30 months back, did you give money away that you shouldn't have given away and therefore you shouldn't be entitled to these health benefits? It's complicated. It's complicated for me. The one thing I know is you can't wait. The time to plan is now. This is a real deadline. This isn't a Connors and Sullivan deadline or anyone else's deadline. This is a government deadline. Connors and Sullivan they're the experts in this area, and they can help you get in under that deadline, but you have to start the process as soon as possible. They're suggesting the very, very, very latest is your whole application be completed before December, at the beginning of December so that everything is in and submitted by the end of the year. <clears throat> Call Connors & Sullivan today, 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. International travel is open again. So now is the perfect time for that trip to Israel, the trip of a lifetime. A trip to the Holy Land will bring you face-to-face with one of the most fascinating countries on earth. More than just a vacation, this meaningful trip is your opportunity to enjoy the freedom to travel again. Walking the ancient streets of Jerusalem where Jesus walked, sailing the Sea of Galilee, and floating in the mineral-rich Dead Sea with its healing and rejuvenating power. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza, along with our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, personally invite you to experience Israel with them this November. To book your trip to Israel, log on to StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to secure your spot. Call today, 855-565-5519. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Well, 
my opinion, they're a lot better than Cowboys. Uh, and those are the uh, members of the NYPD. Uh, in particular, the detective, uh, the detectives of the NYPD. Um, <clears throat> there are a lot of guests that have been on this show in, what is this, uh, San Bellino, 169 show shows? 169 today. 169. We're getting to the big 200. And San Bellino, didn't you get? Didn't you hook me up with a little uh, info on the uh, World Cup here in New 1994 in 1994 in Pasadena. We could thank uh, Mama San Bellino for texting me that info. Oh, well, thank you, Mama Sambolino. Yes, I remember I was in the district attorney's office when that was going on. I was one of the people who was actually stuck in court when Paul and others were sneaking out to Judge Pesci's house or his social club on Court Street to watch some of the games. But um, the many guests I've had on the show, and there's commissioners and there's uh, all, all hoity-toity folks who um, I'm, we're privileged to hear from to get the straight poop. Paul DiGiacomo, the president of the DEA, is someone who I've known a long time. I worked with his sister in the district attorney's office 30, wow, can't believe I'm saying that, 30 years ago. And I watched Paul, I watched his rise, and, uh, you know, he's not like my buddy who comes over to my house on Christmas Eve, but he's someone who I've known for a long time, and, and I respect everything he does, and he works so hard for the members of the Detectives Endowment Association, and therefore the human beings that live in the city of New York. So everyone talks about crime, everyone pontificates, everyone reads what they read in the from the Post to, to the, the, the Times and from Newsmax to MSNBC, but... We're going to get the straight poop right from Paul DiGiacomo, the president of the Detectives Endowment Association. Paul, welcome to the Author Idola Power Hour. Arthur, how are you? It's great to be on again. I should say yes. I should say welcome back. Paul was actually here in my office uh, not that long ago. So, Paul, why don't, you, why don't I just throw the ball to you? There's so many topics I have in front of me. But uh, let's talk about what you want to speak about regarding uh, the city of New York here on the uh, – the, the last day, days of uh, summer and everyone's back, well, everyone should be back to work, but they're not. How's the city doing from the perspective of the Detectives Endowment Association? Well, you know, our detectives are, are out there uh, doing, doing an amazing job. Uh, again, at a difficult time, you know, with the bail reform laws, the uh, diaphragm compression bill, uh, CCRB. Uh, there are a lot of, uh, you know, entities out there against, against us still. It makes our job very difficult. Uh, with, but with that being said, you know, New York City detectives are still doing an amazing job with a clearance rate on homicides and shootings uh, like no other no other city in the whole country. So so when when people, uh, you know, who who are not in the know. Right. But they they want to act like they're in the know when they say things like, oh, the detectives aren't arresting anyone because it's a slowdown because they feel like they're not getting treated right. So they just look the other way and let crimes take place under their nose. What does Paul DiGiacomo, the president of the DEA, have to say? Well, New York City detectives are making a record amount of arrests and closing uh, many cases of uh, victims of uh, homicides and shootings and assaults. And uh, I think it's the highest in, in, in a very, very long time. So when uh, people when it. people talk, I'm sorry, Paul, but when people say, oh, your boy Adams, they call me like my boy Adams. My, he happens to be all of our boy Adams, right? He's, he's the mayor of the city of New York. You know, your boy Adams, uh, the cops don't feel he's got his, he's got their, their back the way he said he would on the campaign trail. So, you know, they're, they they just sit in their cars and they're not, they're not doing anything. They're just wrong, aren't they, Paul Giacomo? 100%. It's, it's, the, the blame uh, is on... Albany. Uh, it's on the governor, it's on the, the Senate, the Assembly, other laws, and the city council. 
the laws that they've enacted have, have tied the hands of the police. We're making the arrest, and uh, these individuals are just let back out again to victimize the people of this great city. And how are we doing? I Listen, I... I no judges and i speak to them um you know i i live in bay ridge and it really saddens me and i say that with all sincerity like the i don't even know what is uh was it right eight one of the stores in walgreens like all the stuff is is behind lock and key like they was oh they always kept like the razor blades or whatever that are kind of expensive or the refills behind lock and key but now everything is by like if I want to get toothpaste, you got to ring the little bell, and the guy's got to come out and open the the cabin. And I said, "What's this about?" He's like, "The guy knew me. He was Mr. Idala." He goes, "They just come in. They take what we want. We call the six eight. They come. Maybe the guy's already gone. If they're there, they lock him up, and they're back the next day doing the same thing. There's no ramifications because the judges used to be able to say, "Look, if this was the first time, I'm going to let you out. This is your third time. No, I'm setting bail at." five thousand dollars and usually they can't make it and and they would they would stay in for a while so now that that look eric adams has gone up to albany right he's tried to to fix it it seems like it's falling on deaf ears so paul DiGiacomo, the president of the detectives endowment association what how do the, the detectives venting their frustration or could that this is what people on the street are telling me like why should the detectives make the arrest these guys are just getting out so they're claiming inaccurately, according to you, that the detectives just aren't making the arrests. What do you have to say about no, that? We're, we're, we are making a record number of arrests um, as, we, as we speak here today. Uh, but the problem is there are no, there are no consequences. Uh, many of the district attorneys, not all of them, have to be more forceful in their prosecutions. And, and, and the legislatures, you know, in Albany and the governor and the Senate have to reverse these bail reform laws to have some consequences, they've they, they need you need to be able to take into account dangerousness and recidivism, and they're not. And uh, the laws that they have uh, they've enacted are just not working. I don't know how much more we have to see and how many people have to die uh, before they change these laws. But uh, you know, they're adult enough to say they made a mistake, and they did. So the other day, I was here in the city, but right before the weekend. And then I heard it happen again on the weekend. I think I don't know if I saw it on Sixth Avenue or one of these avenues where, like, all of a sudden there was like a thousand bicycles. Um, and then I and then Jones sent me a video that it happened on I think it was Sunday on Second Avenue in Manhattan where like all of these bicycles take over and they just start speeding down. They're going through red lights. They they are totally stopping traffic. How does law enforcement handle that? Well, you know, it's very difficult to handle it. When there are no consequences, uh, you, you have to be able to lock these people up and have a consequence. And there is none. So uh, the cops are very reluctant uh, to, you know, enforce these lower level crimes because what's going to come of it? You know that they, they're going to get a civilian complaint and that's going to tarnish their record and hold them uh, from moving on in their careers. And it's just not fair. Well, let's talk about two things before I know you have to run. Um, let's talk about staffing and retirees. How are you guys doing in the Detective Endowment Association, the detectives in the city of New York, regarding staffing and having the, the appropriate numbers coming in versus the people who are retiring? No, we need uh, a lot more detectives in the precinct detective squads. Uh, we're at, a, at an all-time low, uh, and we're doing investigating uh, more cases, and there are more steps to do investigations now than there were in prior years. A lot of video, video campuses and uh, interview of witnesses and, and complainants 
there's a lot going on, and the detect the rank of detective is being stretched very thin, and it's just a matter of time before it breaks. I got you. Is there is what? Do you have a plan? Is there something that that can be done to help? Do we just need to hire more uh, police officers and and you know well, get them I've as much as experience? As pro- Go ahead. I've reached Say out it. to city hall already and uh, asked for five more detectives in every precinct detective squad. Uh, you know, there's there are days in some precinct squads where there are more perpetrators in the precinct cell uh, up in the squad than there are detectives working. Uh, so we need more detectives. Uh, it's, 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 you know, in the best interest of the people of this city. And I know that there's, um, you know, there's the new law about the, how the chokeholds that they're not, the NYPD can't use anymore. Paul DiGiacomo, the president of the DEA, have there been any incidents where detectives have gotten hurt or injured because they're not allowed to use the exact techniques that they were taught when they were in the police academy to use to apprehend someone who is uh, resisting arrest? Well, the police academy uh, thought one thing. It's the law that was enacted by the city council, the diaphragm and compression bill, that virtually makes it impossible to subdue a noncompliant subject. Um, You know, you can't touch them from the the waist to the uh, top of the chest, back and front. And it, it's really an impossible task uh, when someone is resisting arrest. And, and that's why, you know, the police, uh, their hands are tied. And until our elected officials wake up and start worrying about uh, the victims of crime and not the people that commit them, you know, this city is going to be in sad shape. Well, Paul DiGiacomo, the president of the Detective and Down Association, um, if I may say so myself, this show is red hot. We got a lot of listeners here in the city of New York. You know, anytime you need to get a message out loud and clear, you just, just tell us you want to be on and the airwaves are yours. Okay, brother? I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Paul DiGiacomo. We're going to come back with Lauren Fix. We're going to hear about the new Mustang and everything else she saw at the Detroit Auto Show. Don't go anywhere. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. You know I love performing at the Saccone Theater at Bergen Community College in Paramus. So I'm bringing my band and heading back there on Friday, October 21st for an unbelievable show. A lot of comedy, some stories, a great tribute to Mr. Sinatra. This is a night you can't miss. It begins at 6 p.m. in a luxury tent right in front of the theater with a full dinner complete with signature dishes from Frank Sinatra's favorite restaurant, Patsy's, and owner and chef Sal Scagnamillo. You know what's really great? We'll be raising money for scholarships at Bergen Community College, a great school. You get valet parking, dinner, wine, the show, everything for one unbelievable price, 125 bucks. The Saccone Theater's an intimate venue that will sell out fast, so get your tickets now at tickets.bergen.edu. That's tickets.bergen.edu. Tickets.bergen.edu or call 201-447-7428. I'll see you there. Hey, listener, welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it. There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's Doug, but Lemu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats. Gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Want more of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news, what's coming up on the radio, thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. 
Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. So welcome back. I, I really appreciate when Paul DiGiacomo comes on. Um, before we go to Lauren Fix, I uh, you guys heard me talk last week about going to see Dear Evan Hansen. Um, with Luca, which is the Broadway show, and there's also a movie out there starring Ben Platt, who uh, started the uh, starred in the Broadway show, <clears throat> and it closed last night. And the creator, uh, Benj Pasek, uh, he was also one of the creators of, um, oh boy, The Greatest Showman. <clears throat> he put out a tweet, and I'm just going to read to you the end of it. Um, it said, "The message of the musical, the message of the musical, to me at least." will always be that our worst moments do not define us. Thanks for making Dear Evan Hansen into one of my best, and now it's time to wave goodbye. And um, if anyone saw the the article that was written about me in the New York Times has to do with how, you know, uh, my, my law firm represents people in their worst of times, and um, our job is really to make sure that those worst of times um, don't define people. And that's not only true in, in criminal cases. Right now, we're, we're representing people in civil cases who have gotten in, in very bad accidents um, and it's altered their life, whether it's being work life or family life. And our jobs as uh, people, as as lawyers, is to make those sure that those people are not defined by the car accident they were in or the plate or they fell off a ladder or, you know, or whatever. They were arrested and they made a mistake or they were arrested and they didn't make a mistake and were fighting for their lives. It's all about, you know, making lemons, lemonade out of lemons. And that's, um, that's how I like to live my life. And obviously, so does the creator of Dear Evan Hansen. And that was the message of the whole show. It's off Broadway now. But if there's a lesson I learned from Dear Evan Hansen, and because how much I enjoyed it, and I mentioned this the other night uh, about my buddy Mario Romano, who went to go see um, the Phantom of the Opera on the night that they announced that it will be closing. If you have the opportunity between now and February 18th to see Phantom of the Opera, Go find, go go to the Tiki TS, get half price tickets, do what you have to see because it is a New York experience. And this show is all about New York, but someone who is so gracious with her time and her intelligence to come on the show to maybe just... Uh, I'm being a little selfish with this segment every week because I re- enjoy it so much. I am a car buff. I'm a road and track car and driver, motor trend guy, Haggerty News on the weekends. I get my little updates. The one, the only, Lauren Fix. Hi, Lauren. Hello. How are you? How was Detroit? Well, I would say for journalists, not for consumers. For journalists, I think car shows are done. For consumers, it's Still a wonderful place to go to see all the models, talk to the different dealers, and make a deal. 
But for us, I think after this weekend, we get a nail in the coffin for journalists only. Why? I think it's, oh, my God. Well, besides the fact that they shifted the schedule without telling us because the president was showing up, along with Buttigieg, uh, Whitmer, and Granholm, they shifted the schedule back from 845 to 8 o'clock and didn't tell anybody. We all stood in line for over an hour to get through Secret Service, TSA security, special security, and then they truncated the two major press conferences down to, like, 10 minutes. Then they booted us off the hall. They made announcements. Get off the floor. Get off the floor. So we did it because I'm not about to get arrested. I, to, I don't want to be calling you for that, you know. No um, problem. And, um, you got pro bono yeah. representation. You got pro bono representation. Oh, cool. I'll keep that in mind. God forbid I ever need it. But um, it was funny because I, I got off the floor, and then they're like, we're in the lobby of Cope, what's now called what used to be called Cobo Hall. And they're like, you have to leave the building or be locked into a room with the rest of the media, which is the same as torture, uh, from 1030 in the morning to 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, I'm out. So pretty much most of us left. And we couldn't get back in because after the president left, the other people stayed and it messed things up. And so the whole thing was a mess, except for one thing. There was one savior to the whole event. And that was Ford showed us the new Mustang. And that was great. They did off-site, thank goodness. And we got to see the F-Series Super Duty, which we can't really details on that. But I came in the Mustang, and that was the best part of the whole uh, event. Otherwise, I probably won't be going back. So the first Mustang, um, I think, was, what, 1964 and a half. But Correct. people really know the yep. 1965 Mustang is the quintessential kind of, you know, original Mustang. Um, so mm-hmm. now let's fast forward to uh, 2022. What is Lauren Fix? What's, what do we have to say about the Mustang? Oh, we're looking at 23s and 24s here, my friend. We are far from looking at the old stuff. I'm not even reviewing many 22s. Uh, let me see. I just got all my notes here for the 2024 Ford Mustang. Now, mind you, what the difference was on the Mustang versus, um, you know, the Mustang that we have now, it's a massive change. So we got an early sneak peek on Ford's property. We went to their center. Um, the big thing is 58 years of Mustang. It was launched April 17, 1964 at the World's Fair in New York City. That's why it's called a 64 and a half. Uh, although in, uh, for the one-year period, 65 to 66, they didn't think, yeah, we'll sell some. They sold 650,000 Mustangs. That's a lot of cars. Convertibles, notchbacks, and fastbacks. And they're back with Two gasoline-only engine options, a 2.3-liter EcoBoost, which is turbocharged. Uh, we don't have performance numbers. There's no more power, more fuel efficiency, and a 5-liter Coyote motor, which is going to have pretty good horsepower. And we thought that was it. We thought, this is good. Convertibles, hard tops, GT, look good. Real six-speed manual. Thank you, Ford, for keeping the three pedals. It's also a great security system, by the way. Uh, little cool things like rev. You can rev the engine on the remote control. You know, people are like, oh, check out my car. Oh, it's cool. And you can, you know, start the car. Really? From the, the, from the key, you mean from the key yeah. fob? You can, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's cool, but it's the cars and coffee kind of thing. So wait, uh, Lauren, I, I have to ask you this question because I did. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to start the segment with this, but I did read a lot of the the um, reviews of the readers of Car and Driver. Now there's only photos, so these aren't people who were where you were to see it live. But mm-hmm. no one seemed to be overwhelmed by the exterior design, the looks of the car. All right, I stood there and I looked at it, and the first thing that came to my mind was Camaro. So what exactly. they did is they made bigger rear hips, as I call it, in the back over the rear. 
wheels. It's more muscular. It's got a very angular um, taillight area. Um, the front end, I think, works better, but it's certainly more upright. So if you were to look at it and not know what it was, no badging, you would say, is that a Camaro? But the Camaro goes away in 2023. 20, That's it. This is the last year. And no more Challenger, no more Charger. And they're the only game in town. And they're gasoline-powered. They got the three pedals, which people asked for. Uh, manual transmissions are still very popular in performance cars. Not available on the uh, base or on the performance, only on the GT. Uh, as far as the vehicle itself, it is edgier. It, they say it's sexier. I don't know about that. It does look fast-standing still. If you were a big, like, huge person, you could pick up one of these and put it in your pocket. It looks like a little matchbox car. It's very cool looking. Um, it does grow on you. I was at the Detroit Concord, the Elegance, as a judge. My husband was showing, which he won his best of class. Congratulations. Um, over the weekend. Thank you. And they had one in a, this really cool blue-gray that really made the line stand out. So I think it has to do with color, too. Okay. And you know, listen, we're just looking at it. it you know, I saw it. <clears throat> I saw it in the the car and driver sent me this update, and I saw it. You know, it on in a magazine on my little phone. It didn't blow me away, but I will take your oh, word it's for not it. Mind blowing yet, but there were a bunch of uh, performance editions. I assume you saw that. Yes. Well, I want to just because we only have a couple of minutes left, because I know you know you have yeah. bigger big big things to do. Anything else at Detroit that you need to give us some breaking news here in New York City about? Other vehicles? Uh, Will, the Willys Jeep was was the literal five-minute presentation that Jeep got crunched down to. Other than that, I never went back to the show floor. It was a four-hour wait to get through security. I'm like, forget it. I wouldn't sit in O'Hare that long. That's why I have clear and blue check. But, but as far as, I mean, there's a point of no patience. But as far as vehicles themselves, uh, Ford really stole the show. And, and, and that was a good thing. Because without that, I think it would have really hurt those people that did go. But they brought people in. Uh, but as far as vehicles in general, uh, when Biden was there, the best part was he sat in that Z06 Corvette and he revved the engine, which we are not allowed to do, even if there were keys in the car, because carbon monoxide poisoning hello. So he's he's revving the engine. We were there was none, no one on the floor other than just uh, some executives. And uh, he's like, oh, I really love this car. It's like, I, I, and this is how I put it, dude. You're pushing EVs. That's not an EV. No. <laughs> <laughs> Horsepower. Lauren, I thought I, I I thought you and I would get through one show without beating up on the EVs, but uh, I guess I guess neither of us could pull it yeah, off. That Z06 you know, was really special, and it was great. He picked the right vehicle, but then he drove the Cadillac Lyric, which looks amazing, but it's close to one hundred thousand dollars, and that's not an average price of a car. Is up to forty five thousand dollars. I know. It's crazy. How are people going to afford that? That's, a, that's absurd. The average person can't afford that. I I got I am a big fan of I've never bought a new car in my life. I always buy a slightly used vehicle. Um real quick cuz I got 30 seconds left. What what yeah. Cadillac is this? Is t- please tell me it's not an SUV. It is an SUV and it's electric. <sighs> Cadillac's pretty oh, going all SUV. It's going to be called the Lyric. All right. right now they've got the Blackwing. So if you want a performance car from Cadillac, you got to get a Blackwing. They're really really cool. Big performance, Corvette engines, manual transmissions, excellent cars. I have reviewed them. It's a lot of fun to drive. Just a big, big, monstrous car. But eventually, a lot of these brands like Cadillac and, and Lincoln are going to plan to go all SUV because they think that that's what people want. But when you go all in on one thing, you end up hurting your business. So what are you well, going to do if people decide they want small cars? There's very few manufacturers making them. 
Except Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi's got a small car. Lauren, yep. we have to jump. Thank you so much for finding the time for the update. We'll talk to you next week if we're lucky. Folks, don't go away. We're going to talk about Columbus Day coming right back. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-267. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where Arthur Idala of the Arthur Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking supplements and things like that. I stay away from medicine and drugs and you know, all the stuff that the doctors and pharmaceuticals and stuff like that, I just don't like it. And I've, all the supplements that I've been taking throughout the years, and they're, they were good. They're more on the high end, but nothing compares to the balance of nature, just not even close. Well, because I've been running up this hill for 50 years, when I take something different, I can tell the difference in how I feel running because it's the same path I've run for 50 years. A half a mile uphill, and I'm really pumping when I get to the top. And I can tell the difference if I've had the balance of nature's fruits and veggies or if I haven't. Start your journey. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get free shipping. And don't forget to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code GORKA. The following is a paid political announcement. Sunday mornings just got a lot more interesting. Be sure to tune into Frankly Speaking with Frank Palata, Republican House candidate for U.S. Congress representing New Jersey's 5th District. Frank will be discussing the issues of the day that affect everyone. The economy, crime, veterans affairs, seniors, border security, and much, much more. Don't miss it. Frankly Speaking, Sunday mornings at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. This is Frank Palata, and I approve this message. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Quando sono solo e sogno all'orizzonte mancano le parole Si lo so che non c'è luce in una stanza quando manca il sole Se non ci sono tu Sorry, 
show my own, including this song that Sam Bellino's playing, and, uh, you know, having Lauren Fix on, and talking about cars, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of topics that we can talk about, but they've allowed me to, to really make this the Arthur Idala show, and I, I really appreciate that. I do my best every day to try to satiate your, uh, your desire for some education and some entertainment. So hopefully we did a little Paul DiGiacomo of the Detective Endowment Association, which would um, give you some uh, um, information. And then Lauren Fix, listen, the automobile industry has had a huge amount to do with our economy. That's no secret. Uh, don't forget in, in 2008, uh, when, you know, we almost lost it here, the economy, how, you know, Chrysler and Ford and GM were in the middle of all, of all of that. So uh, even though I do feel selfish putting Lauren Fix on every week talking about cars, uh, it, it does affect all of us. And let's face it, even in the city of New York, many people have automobiles, and I just think she's a great guest. She's so uh, well-versed and, and knows the real deal. Um Speaking of the real deal, before I go to our next guest, we're, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Columbus Day. I was I did have that, an opportunity to listen to my friend Anthony's podcast. Uh, that would be Congressman Anthony, and uh, you know he was he went a little both ways about kind of ragging on DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, for shipping the um, the immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, but at the same time, he, and he said it was a political stunt. Uh, but at the same time, he said it was an effective political stunt. And um, I, I will say it was an effective political stunt because, let's, let's face it, immigration is a national – it's a national – I don't want to say the word problem, but it's an issue that needs to be addressed. This We're going to talk about Columbus in a moment. Um, I spoke to my friend Lois today who was on the 970 uh, cruise, and as was my partner Diana Fabi as was my mom. And, you know, when we pulled up to the Statue of Liberty, uh, I spoke to Lois today. She's like, I hadn't been there in years and years that close. And tears welled up in my eyes. Diana was legitimately all misty-eyed. My mother, you know, ref- spoke about her grandparents who spent 50 days on a ship coming here and what their feeling must have been like when they pulled up to this to, to Lady Liberty. And... uh you know, it's it's this country is founded on immigration, and but should Florida and, and and Texas and Arizona, the border states, be the only one bearing the brunt of uh, people coming over the border? No, of course not. Um, we're all in this together. I mean, everyone should realize that when New York bears the brunt of a lot of things, but we should all, you know, we we need to all be in this together. And if if Governor DeSantis' little stunt of uh, sending people over to Martha's Vineyard which is, you know, a liberal stronghold, but, you know, it's a NIMBY, not in my backyard. Well, okay, yes, there aren't, there aren't a lot of immigrants going to Martha's Vineyard, um, at least not right off the boat. 
Um, now there are. It, it, it was just, it was a, I think it was a very effective prank. Um, so when we're talking about immigration, um, we can talk about an issue that's now sadly a controversial issue um, about Christopher Columbus and the the celebration of Columbus Day here in the United States of America. And we have with us back on the line here at the Arthur Idola Power Hour is Andre Domino. He's the president of the Italian American One Voice Coalition. So, Andre, welcome back. How are you? Great, Arthur. Thanks to be back. Tell tell the listeners real quick, what is the Italian-American One Voice Coalition? Well, we're a nationwide organization that's strictly dedicated to opposing the stereotyping, denigration, uh, and defamation of Italian-Americans. And, of course, what we see right now all over the country is this unfounded attack on Christopher Columbus. They're just trying to, to change history by these false lies about Columbus, and we have to fight against that. Um, and we could we could start off with the premise that probably everyone who we celebrate, you know, all the presidents on President's Day and Martin Luther King and, and anyone else who I'm leaving out who are these are individuals, none of them were perfect and all of them were flawed in some form or another. Is that fair to say, Andre Domino? Absolutely. That's a fair statement. The thing is, is that they're trying to take uh, Columbus and uh, it's really an attack on Western culture that unfortunately they're just trying to attack it with falsehoods. That just didn't occur. It mainly came from the a self-avowed anarchist and Marxist, Howard Zinn, who wrote a book in 1980 attacking our country, and he started with making up these false lies about Columbus. Unfortunately, children have been indoctrinated by that. It's being, those books are being used in schools, and we have to fight that now. We see that in the school systems. Tell me what's going on in Tom's River, New Jersey. Wow, this one really, really gets to me, Arthur. Tom's River has the largest number of Italian-Americans in the state of New Jersey, which, of course, has got a lot of Italian-Americans to begin with. Of the 70,000 residents of, of, in Tom's River, approximately 29 to 30,000 are Italian-American. And the Tom's River school system this year canceled Columbus Day. It's just outrageous. So here's what I don't understand, uh, and... and... Andre, maybe you could you can help me out. We're talking to Andre Domino, president of the Italian American One Voice Coalition. Isn't Columbus Day a national holiday? You bet. It's a federal holiday, which traces itself back to 1937, uh, and actually even before that, where you know it was declared to honor Christopher Columbus as an appeasement and an honor of Italian Americans back at that time, because the single largest lynching that occurred in New Orleans in 1891. And so they, they came up with the honoring Columbus Day. Of course, it's a great American holiday, but Italian-Americans declare it as it's our, our holiday. So it's a, it's a federal holiday like, yes. like Thanksgiving is a federal holiday, correct? Like Thanksgiving, <clears throat> President's Day, yes, it's still right. so, on the federal calendar. So could the Board of Ed in Toms River, New Jersey, uh, take a vote and say, we're taking Thanksgiving off the calendar? Well, I guess they could, but they don't do it. You know, it's always Columbus that's the first one that goes. So what is it that uh, – tell me what, you, what the, uh, the Italian-American One Voice Coalition is doing to well, stop yeah, this well, from happening. Have, absolutely. We have a call to action, as we've done in many other towns, like in Randolph and Rockaway and other towns across the country. We, this Wednesday, the 21st, the school board is having an official meeting. We're calling all residents of Tom's River and people, Italian-Americans from everywhere – to go down there at 7 o'clock and tell the school board that this is just not acceptable. Okay. Well, I will tell you, um, Andre, maybe we spoke about it when it happened, but um, I guess 
I don't remember when it was, but we had, I, you know, obviously you know who Angelo Vivolo is. Sure. And, uh, you know, we had a whole um, uh, press event yes. at the uh, at the Columbus, um, at Columbus Circle. And, sure. look, people may take offense to Christopher Columbus, but – at that time, in 1937, he was the individual who was chosen really to represent the Italian-American experience in in America, yeah. uh, or really the Italian immigrant experience in America. I mean, they could have chosen America Vespucci. They could have chosen Giuseppe Verrazzano. I mean, there was plenty of, of, uh, of Italian explorers and, and, and great Italians who made America great. They chose Columbus, and, and now he's the target, and... Uh, Look, you can't deny what, what the Italian contribution to this beautiful country. And as I love to say, Andre Domino, America, it's a beautiful Italian name. Oh, absolutely. I mean, m both my parents came from Italy, and my father said that, uh, you know, he said, you were just born here. I chose this country because it's the greatest country in the world. And he instilled in me tremendous patriotism. So, yes, we're Americans first, but we honor our Italian-American heritage on Columbus Day, and we are a recognized group under the 14th Amendment. So, therefore, you know, why are we not equal? Why is it that our holiday has to be taken away and where, where other holidays stand? We've got nothing against the other holidays. That's fine. But don't take our holiday away, especially considering the fact that it is a federal holiday. As you said, these school systems just should not do this. Andre Domino, the president of the Italian-American One Voice Coalition, on behalf of myself, my family, and, and all the Italians I know, you need anything, you just call the show, and we'll do everything we can to get the message across. Thanks so much. Tomorrow night, we're going to have Alan Dershowitz, and we're going to have Carol Alt live in studio. See you tomorrow. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.